Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Elemental Evan podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. This is your host, Evan Roberts. And on this podcast, I break down complex health topics from a holistic perspective. And thank you all so much for joining today. Honestly, just want to start there, give a little gratitude to all of you listeners. Really means the world to me and so happy to be here sharing this with you. That is something I've been trying to work on a little bit more. I've lost my gratitude practice. I used to practice it a lot all the time. So trying to find a little bit more gratitude in my day and I advise all of you to do the same. There's so much to be grateful for and it can really totally change your perspective on things. So wanted to start off there. Uh, but nonetheless, today's episode is going to be jumping in to the topic of joint health, joint pain, how to protect and strengthen your joints and so much more. But essentially, all things joint health are going to be covered in today's episode. And of course, going to leave you with some actionable steps that you can take right after this episode so that you can implement all of these things that you're learning into your life and actually receive some benefit from it. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to start off with an interesting fact, which is that for every pound of body weight, your knees absorb about one and a half pounds of stress when you walk. So if you're a 200 pound person, you're putting 300 pounds of pressure on your knees. And that number nearly jumps to four pounds when you're running or going up and down stairs. Now, the reason I wanted to start there is just to really show how much, you know, stress and um, really utilization our joints are going through every single day, right? We use our joints literally to just move any part of our body. Uh, it's connected, you know, when you have two, jo uh, two bones coming together and joining together, that is a joint right there, right? And so for them to move one way or another, we are going to have to utilize our joints, which obviously leads me to the point that if you're having joint pain, it's something that is not fun because if you want to move any part of your body, it's very likely going to require the use of a joint, right? To some degree, you're going to need some flexibility in your joints. So when dealing with joint pain, it's something that is just not fun at all. And if you do not have any joint pain, kudos to you. That's amazing. <laughs> like keep doing whatever you're doing. But there's a lot of people who are dealing with joint pain. And of course, as we get older in life, we are going to naturally come across more joint issues. But that doesn't mean that we inevitably have to deal with them, right? There are measures that we can take and things that we can do to really help avoid this and make sure that our joints are being well taken care of, getting all of the right nutrients and movement that they need. But first, just want to start off with reasons of why you would come across joint pain. So, I mean, the very obvious one would be, you know, old age or uh, a previous injury. That's a huge one for a lot of people, even myself included. Uh, while I was doing wrestling in high school, I landed on my shoulder and slightly dislocated it. Um, it was super, super painful and essentially was told that in the future, it is something that I might have some joint pain in in the future. Haven't experienced that yet, so knock on wood. Um, but they did tell me to help strengthen the muscles around that joint, which is something we'll get into. Uh, so definitely old age, previous injuries, overuse of a joint, right? That's very typical with a lot of athletes, people like golfers, people like in tennis or baseball. Like these are very common things. Um, and well, when it comes to football, <laughs> just beating up your body the entire day. So every joint is going to uh, be put under pressure. 
But you also have other things like uh, arthritis and osteoporosis, which can also cause joint pain. You have things like sedentary lifestyles, which I think not a lot of people think about, but that is absolutely one of the causes, as well as a poor diet and also inflammation. So these are things that are a little bit lesser known when it comes to uh, joint pain, but definitely are causes of joint pain. And, you know, when it comes to joint pain, you can experience it literally in basically any joint on your body. Uh, but definitely the more common ones are going to be our knees, because obviously we're walking around, our hips as well, once again involved with walking and movement, uh, but also our jaw, which is might sound very interesting, but definitely a lot of people can deal with joint pain in the jaw, as well as our neck, our fingers and wrists, and our lower back. But like I said, it can be anywhere, right? In any any joint on the body. So I want to go ahead and get straight into how we can start working on preserving our joints as well as strengthening them and making them last our entire lifetime, right? And really help serve us and remain uh, having, you know, full range of movement and hopefully no pain at all. So the first elephant in the room here is simply if you are carrying excessive weight, right? If you are a bit overweight, that is going to be the absolute first place to start. Let's really just focus there and work on dropping some of that weight because as I stated, a 200 pound person is putting 300 pounds of pressure on their knees just by walking. So if you're over 200 pounds, you're just gonna continue adding on more and more and more weight, which honestly is just unnecessary for our joints to be dealing with, and it's like with anything. If you're putting it under more and more pressure for a longer period of time, of course it's gonna wear out faster. So if we can put less stress on our joints, naturally they're just going to last longer. So that's gonna be the very first one I just wanted to rule out. I know it's pretty obvious, but uh, definitely worth saying, and if you do have some weight to lose, that's going to be the place to start. But now moving on to number two. So let's say you are not necessarily overweight, but still have joint pain. One of the best things that I have found for joint pain for myself, because I have dealt with joint pain in my knee, as well as uh, in my shoulder, uh, not too bad, but a little bit. And the, the best thing, honestly, which I know this sounds counterproductive, but Definitely the best thing I've found is actually movement. Now, obviously a person who has really terrible joint pain, movement might not sound like the best thing and it might not be the best thing for that specific joint, but overall it's really worth noting that, you know, we spend a lot of our days very sedentary and especially if you do have a desk job and you're working eight hours a day in a chair or even just, you know, not really moving around at all, that's eight hours of your day where you are very sedentary. And when you get home and you finally cook dinner and, you know, if you have kids, you get the kids, you know, dressed and fed and, and, you know, put to bed, whatever it may be, like you really don't have that much time afterwards to get out and get a lot of movement in, but that's okay because you don't need a ton of time to get some movement in because in fact, the average person struggles to even get 30 minutes of a low level exercise in every single day, which this low level exercise could literally be a brisk walk. So I like to try to pair our movements with, you know, 
our daily lives. So if you do have kids or if you have a dog or, you know, even a partner, whatever it may be, you can very simply after eating a meal, say, let's go for a family walk. And yes, it's going to be a little bit of a brisk pace. You don't want to just be kind of moseying around, which still is going to be much more beneficial than just sitting at home and let's say watching TV. But if we could get a little bit of a brisk pace in our step, that's going to be better. And once again, it's just going to move our body, right? If we're not putting this demand on our body to use the muscles and use the joints, then naturally they are going to become stiff. They're going to become weaker and just not ready to go under the pressure of simply walking or, you know, even if we want to go more than that, jumping and running and lifting things, right? So uh, we definitely want to make sure we're getting some movement in. Now, personally, walking is an incredible movement, but when we're talking about joint pain, specifically in joint health, one of my favorite things for joint health is absolutely yoga or some form of active stretching, right? So the reason I love yoga so much is because you're going to be put in poses that are going to, number one, stretch your muscles. They're going to open up your joints as well. They're going to put you in poses that require you to balance yourself, which is a whole other topic and super important. And on top of that, it's also going to strengthen the muscles, right? And especially it's going to strengthen a lot of those little muscles that you never even knew were there, but definitely help you to stabilize, to balance yourself. And it's just a really great practice to not only have for your body, but also for your mind and it you, know, you can get spiritual with it as well. Uh, so yoga has definitely been one of my favorite practices for joint health. However, I will put a caveat in there. Um, definitely take it easy in yoga because there are a lot of people that go do yoga classes and they push themselves too far and then they can end up causing, you know, more harm or injury, whatever it may be. So just take it easy, go slow. Um, even if it's like a yin yoga class where you're just doing really slow, deep stretches, that's still going to be incredible for your joints and your muscles. And it's also going to help to improve your circulation, which is also very important for uh, the health of your joints and muscles. Now, there's a couple other little exercises that I really like for joints. And one of those is going to be swimming. Swimming is a great exercise when it comes to our joints because obviously we're not putting a ton of pressure on them. Uh, we're obviously kind of being lifted by the water. So we're you know, not having all the pressure that gravity would naturally have. And then on top of that, you're just having the resistance of the water. So that can be a really great practice in terms of uh, joint health, because it's going to help to strengthen all of the muscles around the joints, which is really a lot of the times when we're saying strengthening the joints, that's kind of what that is. It's strengthening the muscles around the joint that are going to help support it. And so another great exercise for the knees is actually going to be walk backwards up a hill. So if you have some hills by you, then it's literally so easy to do. It's free. Go out, find a hill and just walk backwards up it. It's going to work all of those little muscles out around the knee and it's going to work it out in a way that isn't normally worked out because obviously how often do we walk backwards? <laughs> Probably not very much, right? Uh, so when you can get the opportunity to walk backwards, up a hill specifically, because it's going to really help to strengthen those muscles. Absolutely take the opportunity. If you live in a very flat area that just does not have any hills at all, um, the other option would be to get a sled. So there are these workout sleds 
I mean, I guess you could also construct one if you wanted to, uh, but getting a workout sled where you can actually put weight on it. And then they have these belts that you can hook onto the sled and wrap around your waist and then walk backwards, which is essentially kind of simulating the, uh, you know, walking up a hill because you're having a little bit of uh, weight to pull. And that's going to just go ahead and strengthen up uh, the, the muscles around the knee once again. So those are some really excellent exercises for uh, joint health. But truly, number one, I love yoga. And I think it's if, if there's anything for you to do for the joint health in terms of movement, that's definitely one of them. And then also just move your body, whatever it is, if you want to go play a sport, um, you know, whatever way you can get active and move the body without being bored, right, you want to actually enjoy the movement, um, then find whatever that is and go do it. Even if it's, you know, pickleball, right? I know that's picking up nowadays and it's gaining popularity. Like get out and do whatever it is that moves your body. Because if you're not moving your body and you're not using the full range of access, uh, a full range of movement on your joints and actually utilizing the muscles, they're going to get stiff and they're going to get weak. So we want to make sure we're keeping those built. So that was number two was exercise or movement. And then number three, and I know I'm a broken record on this topic here, but truly it's our diets. We really have to clean up our diets. So, you know, if you think about it, if you're putting ultra processed foods in, uh, into your diet, into your body, it, you know, these are going to have excessive amounts of sugar, added sugar, and they're going to have inflammatory causing agents in them. And you can really just expect that inflammation to show up in many forms with one of them being inflammation of the joints, right? So regardless of what your dietary preferences are, um, I don't really care which direction you want to go. If it's plant-based, animal-based, or anything in between, just pick one, but stick to whole foods, right? That is really what we want to focus on here. And when I say whole foods, I'm talking about foods that are closest to the earth. Essentially, if you walked out into, you know, the woods or whatever, you could find these foods, right? Like you could find vegetables growing on plants. You can find fruits growing on trees. You could find animals roaming out on pastures. Um, you know, you can find nuts. You can find anything that's growing or living out in nature. That is a whole food. What is not a whole food is things that are in boxes, things that have been really processed down, right? Like you're never going to find an Oreo tree. You're never going to find gushers growing on a little bush. Like those are the things that we really want to stay away from, especially with the added sugar. So once again, I do not care what direction you want to go with your diet, but focus on eating whole foods to really help clean up the diet and get rid of a lot of those inflammatory causing agents. Those things are definitely not good for the joints. And uh, over time, you're really going to feel the effect if you are eating a diet that's really high in ultra processed foods. Now, on that note, there are certain foods that are specifically beneficial for our joints and with decreasing inflammation. A couple of those things are going to be omega-3 fatty acids that can be found in things like salmon, uh, walnuts, chia seeds, and a few other different foods, as well as turmeric and ginger are very beneficial uh, uh, foods in decreasing inflammation. Sorry, I, I hope I didn't confuse you. Uh, turmeric and ginger do not contain the omega-3 fatty acid, uh, but rather they're just also beneficial at decreasing inflammation in the joints. So those are a few foods that if you do not have them in your diet would probably be a great idea and a great addition. 
I know turmeric and ginger can be a little tricky in terms of getting them into the diet. Um, one of the ways that I've found it to be enjoyable is actually through a tea. So a lot of times like I'll muddle ginger and turmeric and then I'll put a tea bag in there as well with maybe a little bit of honey or maybe no honey at all and just kind of brunt the, you know, <laughs> with the flavor, which can be a little bit strong. But there are certain foods that you can cook ginger and turmeric with as well. Um, and if you're super hardcore, then juice that bad boy and shoot it back. Um, it's probably a little bit rough, but definitely going to be uh, good for you. So that was number three was cleaning up the diet, which once again, one last point on that. We also just really want to make sure we're getting, you know, correct levels of minerals and vitamins in our diet as well. Those are super important for everything in the body. But since we're speaking about joints here, very beneficial for the joints. So once again, on that point, ultra processed foods, not going to have proper levels of minerals and vitamins that we're looking for. Whole foods, definitely going to have way more of those. Um, and then of course, there's certain foods here and there that you can add into your diet that are going to really boost those up. Um, things like seaweed are also going to have really high levels of mineral content. Um, certain salts as well are going to have different trace minerals in them. Uh, I love spirulina and chlorella. They're an algae, and those are also going to have a ton of minerals and vitamins in them. Uh, I always talk about those on this podcast, and if you are looking to get some energy bits is the place to go. Definitely check them out. Um, I have them linked in the show notes with a discount code, so feel free to check that out as well. But we really just want to focus on getting foods that have a lot of minerals in them so that they can feed our bodies and allow our bodies to, you know, have what they need. Um, if we're not giving them the proper nutrients, then of course we can expect that our diet is just going to be lacking. So moving on from number three, back to number four now. Uh, and this is the last point I'm pretty much going to cover, but I also want to make it known that this is the last point, right? So I started with lifestyle habits because that is truly, in my opinion, the most important and beneficial things we can do for our health. And now I'm going to move in to the supplement forms uh, that are going to be good for our joints. Because at the end of the day, what you eat and how you move your body and how you sleep and, uh, you know, just basically how you live your life is going to be so much more impactful and beneficial for your health than the one time out of the day that you take a supplement or if you are taking, um, you know, pills or pharmaceuticals, like, you know, you only take that like at one time of the day. And of course it can have an impact on the body, but truthfully to me, the way you live your life and the actions you take all the time throughout the you know, the entirety of your day is going to have a much more profound effect on your body. So just remember that always, uh, supplements while they are amazing and can do great things for your body. Um, and they definitely have a place. I always love to start with making sure we're eating the right foods and living our lives in a you know beneficial way first and then going to supplements. So with that being said, <laughs> let's go on to the supplements for uh, you know good joint health. So if you, for example, just deal with really bad joint pain, um, let's just put a quick fix out there. Uh, if you yeah, once again, just have really bad joint pain. A really quick way of helping to ease that pain is, you know, hot and cold therapy. So uh, ice bath can definitely help. 
uh, hot com uh, compressions as well can help. Um, and then also doing an Epsom salt bath, right? These are definitely not going to be like super long-term um, fixes for your joint health. They can have benefit in the long-term, but for the most part, they're definitely a quick fix. Like you're having serious joint pain. You're just not feeling good. Um, these are going to be good options to help deal with that pain. And in terms of more like supplements and things you can actually take to help promote joint health and, you know, make sure that they're functioning properly. Uh, the very first one, and you you might already be taking this because it's such a popular supplement is collagen. So collagen is honestly just a great tool for joints, skin, nails, hair health, all of that, right? It's actually the most abundant protein in the body. And you can find it in a bunch of different types of foods like bone broth, for example. Um, it's It comes from animals, specifically from like the bones and the joints and the cartilage, all that, right? That's going to really uh, be where we're getting that collagen from. And if you aren't already consuming bone broth, um, then absolutely do so. It's a great food to consume. Uh, but definitely adding some collagen into your daily mix can be a great idea in terms of helping to promote joint health. And actually here recently, I was listening to a podcast with the founder of TriArmra, which is a colostrum like company, uh, which if you haven't been listening to the last couple episodes that I put out, it's something that I'm talking a lot about because uh, it's like the newest product I've added into my little lineup and I absolutely love it. I started trying it for gut health and turned out that it is incredible for your immunity, which makes sense because over 70% of your immune system resides in your gut. But I will say, I noticed a small benefit in terms of my actual digestive gut health, but a massive benefit in my immunity and uh, kind of bolstering my immune system. So huge fan of colostrum, especially from this brand TriArmra. But uh, on this episode that I was listening to, the founder of TriArmra Colostrum was mentioning that if you take the colostrum with collagen, they have kind of like a synergistic uh, kind of working where they can help each other. I think it was with better absorption or something along those lines. I honestly don't remember uh, the exact specifics of what she was saying. But nonetheless, the major takeaway was to take the colostrum with the collagen. So... Um, of course, you know, I know that prices and all that can kind of come in here and play a role because, you know, if you start buying a ton of these different supplements and stuff, they can start to add up. But if you are taking colostrum and collagen, highly recommend that you take them at the same time or very in a close window together. So, for example, colostrum, I usually just take it straight in the mouth, um, just put a little scoop in there and let it dissolve on its own. And uh, you're not supposed to take it with anything hot because it is temperature sensitive, whereas collagen is not. You can literally pour that in your coffee and just drink it that way. So if you are drinking your uh, collagen in a hot beverage, you're going to want to kind of space those out a little bit. I would probably start with maybe the collagen and let that dissolve and then kind of maybe wait like 10 or 15 minutes and then have your coffee with uh, collagen or you can do it in the other uh, kind of direction there, but whatever, you get the point here. It's basically, you don't want to take the uh, colostrum at uh, with, with heat if you're taking the collagen with something that is hot. So yeah, sorry, I'm getting all tongue-tied on that, but you guys get the point. And uh, once again, if you haven't tried colostrum, I highly, 
highly recommend it if you feel that you uh, are needing it for immune immune health or even for gut health, uh, then I do definitely recommend it. It's something that I am enjoying. Uh, once again, in the show notes, little discount code as well. So feel free to check that out. Um, but definitely, I would say the main focus here would probably be the collagen. So if you aren't taking collagen already and you're able to take it due to your dietary preferences, absolutely go ahead and check that out. Um, we're really going to want to focus on getting a quality collagen here. So if you are taking collagen that is coming from a cow, for example, you want to make sure that it is grass fed. We don't want to have collagen that's not grass fed. Really want to focus on the quality here. And there are different types of collagen. So I know it's like type one, type two, type three, type four, something like that. And depending on the animal that you're sourcing the collagen from, it's going to be different. So like collagen from fish as opposed to collagen from cows is going to be uh, in different forms. So finding one that maybe has multiple multiple forms of the collagen could be a good idea. Um, I know I think it's Ancient Nutrition by Dr. Josh Axe. I'm pretty sure that's the owner. Um, they have the collagen with multiple forms in there. So that could definitely be an option. But like I said, I don't really care which uh, brand you do. Just make sure it's a high quality brand that is using very high, like the highest quality possible ingredients um, as as with most things, right? So that's going to do it for collagen. And then two other little supplements or things that you can use for joint health. Uh, the first one is going to be MSM. So this typically just comes in a capsule form and... I have the name actually written out here, so bear with me. It's methyl sulfonyl methane. So methyl sulfonyl methane. Pretty sure I'm saying that right. Um, but you'll see it in the aisle as just MSM. And once again, it's in a capsule form and very simple to take. It's just a normal supplement. It's actually something that is found naturally in uh, foods such as meat, poultry, fish, uh, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, garlic. But personally, with my findings, um, I have found MSM to be very beneficial taken in a supplement form. Of course, eating the foods is going to be, you know, first and foremost, that's what we really want to focus on. But if you are still having joint pain, MSM has been a very beneficial thing for myself personally and for a few other people that I've spoken to. They've all mirrored the benefits of MSM when it comes to joint pain. So, um, if you are experiencing joint pain, give this a go. Uh, I, you know, I can only speak for myself and, and what I've experienced, but I have found uh, benefit, especially with my knee. Um, I, from time to time, do have a little pain in my right knee, and uh, MSM has definitely given me some relief. And uh, what I would say is actually like benefit benefited me in the long term from taking it. So uh, definitely highly recommend it. If you haven't tried it before, it's worth a go. It's not super expensive. You can find it at pretty much any health food store. So it's very accessible to try out. Um, and then the other one would be magnesium uh, topical cream or topical oil. So of course, you've probably heard of magnesium capsules, like a magnesium supplement that you can ingest, which is very beneficial as well. But when it comes to joint health or joint pain, uh, it does seem that the topical forms of magnesium do provide better relief and are a little bit more effective. And also another thing to note, you cannot, you you will not overdo it on um, putting too much magnesium 
topically as opposed to ingesting it because if you are taking a supplement that has magnesium in it, just beware that you can take too much magnesium. And if you do take too much, it is going to pull a lot of liquid into your bowels, which is a good thing for people who are constipated, but it will literally flush you out. So you could have diarrhea for an entire evening, which might not be the most fun way to spend your evening. Uh, so be careful with that. Just take the recommended amount. But when it comes to topical magnesium, uh, it the, just the way it's absorbed, you will not overdo it. So, you know, up, apply it liberally if you see it fit. But there's a brand called uh, Symbiotica, I believe, and they do have a magnesium oil I've seen uh, at, from their brand. Um, they're a pretty good brand. So that's why I'm just mentioning them on here. I have no personal affiliation with them in any shape or form, but um, I do like their products. And I saw that they did have a magnesium oil. I have not tried it myself, but they do uh, promote that it, you know, supports joint health and muscular health, promotes re relaxation, decreases symptoms of even anxiety, and helps to reduce inflammation, uh, especially, you know, on our joints, which is super important. And obviously the focus of this podcast episode. So those are going to be the supplements that I would recommend. There are more out there. And of course you can go down that road. But once again, I just really want to hammer in the fact that it's the lifestyle changes that are going to have some of the more profound effects in my opinion. It's the things that we're doing all day long. So how you live your life is obviously going to have a great impact on how your body is physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, everything, right? Um, so really focusing on those first steps first is going to be key here. And once again, when it comes to movement, we want to make sure we're doing things that are beneficial for the joints like yoga, because once again, that's going to get into like the deep myofascial areas and really help to lengthen all of those areas, get fluids into where they need to go and just truly provide a huge benefit. Uh, speaking from experience, that's where I found a ton of benefit was through yoga and really just helped out with my joints. So if you haven't done that before, um, I know yoga is pretty popular, but find a really good class that does some good stretching and hop in there. And real quickly, just going to go over these points one more time, but in a more concise form for all of you. So you have some actionable steps to refer to here. So you can note whatever time this is on the podcast and come back to it if you need. But we want to, first off, if we are overweight, we want to lose that weight because remember, for every pound of body weight, you are putting a pound and a half of body weight on or of pressure on your knees. So a 200 pound person has 300 pounds of pressure on their knees. So first and foremost, we want to lose the excess weight because we don't need to put that additional weight on our joints if they don't need it. And then number two is going to be to have a movement practice. Once again, people struggle to even get 30 minutes of low level exercise in each day. So if we can at least get that 30 minute movement practice in every single day, that would be incredible, or at least most days, right? Uh, if it can be a form of yoga or stretching, that would be incredible and super beneficial for the joints. Or maybe it's a form of swimming, which is also really good for the joints. And if you're ever walking and you see a hill, go up that bad boy backwards. You're going to look weird, but it's cool. No worries. <laughs> you know that it has benefit. Um, and then number three is going to be that we need to clean up our diets. There are a ton of inflammatory causing foods out there and they're doing zero benefit 
for our joints. In fact, they're causing harm to them. So we want to make sure we're not putting those foods into our body. And we want to make sure that we're eating foods that are going to nourish our joints, provide them with, you know, the proper minerals and vitamins, and also provide a level of, you know, anti-inflammatory causing agents, right? We want to decrease that inflammation. So things like omega-3 uh, fatty acids, you know, things like ginger and turmeric are all really good for joint health. And then last but not least, we have our supplements. So if you are really just in pain, then doing something like an ice bath, you know, or heat therapy or an Epsom, Epsom salt bath can be a great way to relieve the pain, at least in the immediate sense. And then for supplements, you can take things like collagen, which are really beneficial for our joints. Uh, you might want to up the dose depending on your joint health and kind of how much help you really need on the joints. And if you are already taking colostrum, then pair your colostrum with your collagen, but just make sure you're not drinking your colostrum with hot liquid or anything that's hot at all. You want to take it at room temperature. And then we have MSM, which I have personally found to provide a lot of benefit to my joints in terms of joint pain and making them honestly just feel better and more lubricated. And then last but not least, we have magnesium topical cream or topical oil. Uh, either, either form is fine. And that can definitely help by putting it on the joint that is causing you pain in terms of alleviating the pain. And I don't know if I would necessarily say it is a long-term health practice that's, you know, going to help cure joint pain, but it might provide some immediate relief in the short term at least. So that's going to do it for today's episode on joint health. I hope you all enjoyed it very much. I know it's a very important topic. Um, it's something most people deal with. It's almost rare to come across someone that just doesn't have any joint pain at all, uh, unfortunately. So this episode is definitely relevant and hopefully provided you with some benefit and some nice takeaways that you can apply to your life today and start utilizing this knowledge and hopefully finding some benefit in it. That's really just the goal with this podcast is me trying to break down these concepts and provide you with some actionable steps. Um, you know, it's really just kind of my way to give back to everybody um, because I wish I had a lot of these answers when I was young and going through all of my different health issues as a kid. So thank you all so much for tuning in today. Really means so much to me. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. It means the world to me and really make sure that you don't miss any of these episodes and kind of supports this podcast as well. Another free way of supporting this podcast is also to just leave a rating and a review. You can leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That goes really far in helping to spread the message and help people find this show. And last but not least, of course, you can also send this episode and this show to anyone who needs to hear these episodes or any friends or family or loved ones that you think would benefit from this show. It's a really simple way to do it. You can, from the app that you're listening to this on, just click share from there. And it's a very simple method of doing so. It would mean a lot to me. And also if you post any of these on Instagram or any of the social medias, uh, tag me. I'm pretty much mainly just on uh, Instagram. So if you're on there, tag me. And I'll, t uh, of course, I'll put you on my stories as well. Uh, and that's pretty much going to do it. If you want to help the show monetarily, check out the show notes. You can see all of the different affiliates and sponsors that we have for this show. There's some incredible products in there. I stand by all of them. Uh, of course, because I don't want to promote anything that I don't personally take myself. Um, but feel free to check those out. 
And yeah, once again, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. That's going to do it for today. You know the motto, it's do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Um, just wanted to really quickly mention that we're going to have some really cool guests coming up in the next um, two weeks, I want to say, two to three weeks. Um, yeah, and they're really, really awesome people, uh, friends of mine personally, and just wealths of knowledge. Uh, we're going to get into some really interesting topics on uh, probably some ice bath topics as well as uh, like skincare, basically, uh, some of the really good skincare products that I use, uh, I have the founder, hopefully he's going to come on. So anyways, stay tuned for those really, really excited for them. And, uh, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Really, really appreciate it. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you guys on the next episode next Wednesday. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. 